tonight. Nice clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. It's a little attitude for all of you in white bread land. Five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? What's up, fam? What's going on? Good to see you guys all out there today. Happy Monday. It is the 15th of March already. It is just time just flying by. Um, hope you guys all had a great weekend. Appreciate you guys very much. It is uh, we have we have uh, we had a really really cool guest lined up for you guys here today. Chris Wright is I think uh, having a time zone mix up or uh, got busy and forgot. So one way or another, we're going to bring Chris Wright to you guys here uh, in the next uh, coming days here. So I look forward to having him. Uh, appreciate uh, uh, Dawn everything all the work that you've been doing behind the scenes. It's not easy. It's just. It's it's hard to wrangle cats, man. <laughs> so appreciate you guys very much. You're looking live at the foxhole.app right now. That's us. That's me babbling already. And you're here again, which I can't figure out, but I'm glad you are here. Appreciate you very much. The foxhole.app. Check them out. Help spread the word. Just do me a favor. Just put the app on your social media. Say, hey, check this thing out. Help spread the word, please. Tell people where to find us. Tell people where they can find citizen journalists and just people just having fun talking about what's going on in the world in a common sense matter. It does exist. So check it out. 
Also, check out UncensoredAve.com. The website has been updated again uh, every day. Pretty much I uh, tweak it a little bit here and there. Uh, we are live now on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, Amazon Music, wherever there's a podcast, you can find us. That gets launched right after the show, within about an hour or so after the show. Every day the, po- the podcast gets launched up. We're getting some good following over there already, so appreciate all of you that have been joining us over on the, on the uh, podcast platform. Appreciate it very much. Also, the newsletter is up. It's under construction. You can sign up there as well as find where you can find us, Foxhole, YouTube, DLive, CloudHub, Tiger Network, and many other places. The blog is up. And then finally, where you can help. If you want to help keep the lights on, first of all, the best thing you can do, just help spread the word, please. Help, 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 help tell somebody about me. Help tell somebody about Brothers Uncensored, what we're trying to do over here. Otherwise, you can help keep the lights on with all the bills that just hit my credit card this weekend. Smash all at once. Cash App, Patreon, and PayPal. I wasn't expecting Restream and all of the others to come through at the same time, but that's okay. Uh, if you want to, you can join Patreon, and you can get access to our private Discord where you can get uh, you know, um, exclusive show content, and you can interact with us, and you can also help us do research, which is pretty cool. We have a pretty good team developed over there already and so we appreciate all of you guys very much all of you who help support citizen journalists alternative media everybody who helps spread the word in any way you possibly can thank you and god bless you with that i want to welcome my bro join bro how's your weekend what's up what's up glad to be here man i had an awesome weekend i did absolutely nothing (laughs) it was it was actually really nice here on saturday i was out in the yard just doing some yard work and trying to stay away from the computer trying to stay away from you know everything online and then uh tomorrow or yesterday it got uh really cold and then today i woke up and it was raining slash snowing slash sleeting so um it went from being nice out to of course snow but regardless, that's Chicago area for you, so I'm used to it. I'm glad to see everybody out there in Foxhole, in DLive, out in YouTube as well. Daddy Crab, good to see you, brother. Appreciate that. Kelly, 17, Texas girl, my sis, thank you for everything you do. Sly Park, Leah Worth, uh, Gary Flesner, good to see you out there. Tons of people in DLive as well. Dondo, Amy Joe, much love, fam. Appreciate it, all you do. Uh, Palladius, uh, Dondo, Par 5, just all of our favorite Patriots out there today. It's Monday, but we're, we're ready for it. We're, we're, it's, you know, just like any other day. We got news to go on. We got plenty to talk about today. Yeah, we do. We, we, Chris Wright is someone who I've been watching for a while. I'm pretty sure I ran into him. Um, I'm pretty sure it was at uh, Atlanta. I think that's where I ran into Chris. He did a, he did a speech there, but we were so busy just eyes on the crowd because it was a nightmarish security scenario uh, in Atlanta. There was just no way if somebody wanted to get in and fuck with someone, it was, it was going to happen. Uh, so, but you know, so we had eyes on and, and, and it was a tense situation, but I remember him uh, talking and he's a, he's a really smart dude who recently woke up, who knows a lot about um, the perspective of, of walking away, man. And so, um, you know, that, that whole movement has, it, it was an honor, first of all, to, to meet Brandon struck and, and, and help provide security for him after that bullshit in Dallas. I mean, I remember, I remember the day that that happened, we, we reported on that and I just, I fucking snapped on air. I was pissed. I was beyond pissed. Cause I was sick and tired of watching Patriots stand up for freedom. 
uh, and getting intimidated walking down the street. Uh, little did I know how the events, <laughs> uh, how the events would then uh, pass on, where I would basically be touring the country, helping provide security. Uh, so, Sassy Gale, I was in the uh, the walk away event in Dallas. Uh, I don't know. I guess that would be around November. It's all. It, it was all a big blur because pretty much every weekend I was on the road uh, flying somewhere, sassy gal. But uh, all of that stuff you can find on the on my YouTube. Uh, all those live streams from all those different events. Uh, a lot of fun and and you know. So uh, running into him and hearing how he, his speech and his passion. Um, you can feel when you feel that from somebody from within, you just, you just, it, you gravitated to, you know what I'm saying, Joe? And that's what kind of guy he is. He's someone who just has a magnetic personality. I just love that about him. About him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he, he's a self-proclaimed, uh, your favorite conservative in New York. And, uh, he did walk away from the plantation. He's been out on YouTube doing wonderful work. I know he does speeches, like you mentioned, um, but he, he's even showed up at uh, Trump stuff in New York and literally tried to talk with uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa directly. And instead of having, you know, uh, arguments, all he really wants is conversations. And regardless if you agree or disagree and, you know, walk away from each other, all that he really cares about is that one important thing that's hard to do these days with the left and that's just have a conversation. So that's huge, man. That's how we start. That's that's the first and foremost. So I, I did a lot of research on Chris. He's got his own show out there uh, that he does great work on. And he also was recently um, with our buddy Mike Nificent that we just had on the show for a flag drop in uh, the Operation Flag Drop, it's called in New York when Trump was there and had uh, they, him and Mike Nificent basically um, had right side broadcasting um, and did a, a live event uh, at the flag drop. And uh, that was really cool too. So they just, you know, that's the boots on the ground. That's the kind of stuff that we talk about on the show here. Those are the kind of people that we need. And that is super important. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I was just trying to find um, the uh, the Atlanta event, uh, and man, when you search my name on YouTube, like I am the last possible. I mean, you can ju- you can put quotes around it. I am the last possible thing that shows up. Yeah, they don't want your uh, work being out there at all. Man, that sucks because there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, and in fact, the, the, I'm looking at the Phoenix one right now because I interviewed that that shaman clown uh, at that Phoenix rally. Uh, I remember. I remember. Yeah. So I was just trying to find that too, just kind of scrolling through real quick. I don't know. It was oh, yeah. a lot of fun, dude. It was uh, that whole time of uh, of uh, towards the end of the year last year was one hell oh. of a ride, man. Oh man, uh, yeah. And just real quick, uh, they said, don't forget that we are up and live on Clout Hub as well. Looks like things are running good there. Um, so good. Uh, shout out to Clout Hub too uh, as well. Yeah, man, absolutely. It's been a, a great ride. Um, you know, like you said, uh, the events that you've done and I've um, watched so for a long time. Uh, shout out. To, I got to be to, part uh, of that January 5th, uh, the day before uh, the insurrection, if you want to say that was. Um, and to be a part of the security team with you and 1A Praetorian uh, was something I'll never forget. And it was truly a blessing to be a part of. Um, I, you know, I did a lot of work behind the scenes, but to be a part of that and to um, you know, like you said, man, to be there and know that I'm going to be stepping in between if something happens, 
I can't tell you that feeling that I felt to know that if I was one of the people standing there, um, knowing that I was going to have people having my back as well. And that's what it's all about. All of us being uh, there for each other and, and having each other's backs. No doubt. No doubt, man. Yeah, you're right, Sassiga. It was the Stop the Steal event um, in Atlanta. Uh, let's see, around the end of October, I want to say. It's not coming up. It's uh, there's <laughs> you could you could probably search all day on YouTube and it'll be the last thing that shows up. But um, yeah, that was the event. I'm pretty sure Chris was there. But but anyways, nonetheless, he was at one of them uh, and he's a great patriot. So we look forward to rescheduling, Chris. Uh, we just that's why we were kind of scrambling. I still got my my hoodie on and shit. I have I'm not even really ready because uh, we were we were kind of scrambling last minute. Okay, well Chris doesn't show. Uh, what do we do? So, but nonetheless, Joe and I always have a plan. Uh, there's a there's a plan for a plan, you know what I'm saying? But I do want to get out uh, um, Chris's information, and we will work on rescheduling him uh, coming up in here in the near future. Here's his information: Chris Wright Show, Christopher Wright Show dot com. That's his website. Uh, here is his YouTube channel. You can find him Chris the Chris Wright Show. He's got about thirty thousand subscribers. Uh, you can find him there as well as on Facebook. Uh, the Chris Wright Show. He's a, a, a citizen journalist, a journalist now with Right Side Broadcasting. So one of the topics we were going to talk about uh, with Chris is uh, the story that I hit hard on when uh, this this broke, and that was about uh, Black Lives Matter uh, factions getting pretty freaking pissed because <laughs> they weren't seeing any of the money. Uh, and, I, and you were talking about basically uh, all of the major cities uh, Black Lives Matter factions writing letters to the to the main group uh, uh, in D.C. and being like, hey, uh, we have not seen a dime from any of you people and we're struggling. We're barely getting by. And not to mention you owe us for standing in the street, marching, uh, saying words that you told us to say like robots. I want money for that. You said you were going to give us money for that. And we never got any. It's pretty hilarious now that the Black Lives Matter leader um as this is taking its good old time to load, uh, pr- a prominent Black Lives Matter activist was indicted, not the leader, a, a, a prominent uh, leader, uh, was indicted for defrauding donors by a federal jury in uh, Toledo, Ohio last week. Uh, this was uh, announced by the Department of Justice. Um, Sir Major Page is what he calls himself. Uh, he's also known as Trey Conyers Page. I was indicted on three counts of money laundering, one count of wire fraud, according to the Department of Justice. The department said that that he allegedly created a Facebook page called Black Lives Matter for Greater Atlanta before defrauding donors of more than $450,000 after it was revoked by the International Re- or Internal Revenue Service as a tax-exempt charity. Busted. Uh, it, what's funny about this is usually left-wing groups uh, get away with uh, you know, tons of donations as a tax exempt charity. Uh, they they got a, this is just business as usual for uh for you know the left wing uh you know tax exempt five hundred one c threes and the rest. It's interesting that they uh this time they were like no 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 no. Page sent uh, the local media said he didn't intentionally commit any crimes. He just claimed stupidity, which there may be a certain amount of truth to that as well. Joe, what do you think, man? Um. You know, we we saw we we talked about this story. Uh, I don't know what it was like six months ago, where uh, all those leaders were pissed off because they weren't seeing any of the money. They're like, hey, uh, I was I was out in Saint Saint Louis and Racine destroying stuff, and you said you were going to pay me for that, and I never saw a dime. And now they're like, uh, now what do we do? 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens, honestly. I mean, a lot of these organizations, uh, you know, the trickle down effect just doesn't happen, uh, you know, and, and they're starting to realize that they're starting to see this. And, um, you know, that I think that's honestly why we're starting to see a lot less of them happen other than in, uh, I guess, Portland, uh, is, they're still having some issues there. But I think that's why we're seeing a lot less of them happen is because the money never trickled down to the people that it's supposed to. And therefore, they're not out there doing it anymore <laughs> until yeah. they get paid. <laughs> you know what the funniest part about this? This dude's like half white, man. He's like a pale skinned black dude on top of it. So right? uh, it's. It's pretty hilarious. You got to love it. I think, don't you have to be a certain shade of black in order to be claimed Black Lives Matter? I'm pretty sure there's something to that. Like, well, I'm pretty sure you have to be white, actually. That's what I thought. Or, or a version of, or light skinned dark, something like that. Because if you're like black, black, then you're pretty much like, eh, whatever. I, my life already matters. I don't need you to tell me that. But if you're like, kind of like, uh, a marginalized black group, you know, like, like or, or you're white and, you, and you're trying to be black. Um, if you're if you're kind of like a wigger style kid, you know, where you're walking around all, all gangster, you think you think you ha- got your hat sideways and you're all you're all gangster and shit. You're like, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a black dude because I can rap like a black dude. Uh, th- those guys are the, usually the ones that are defrauding uh, America and Americans for their money. So I, I've noticed that it's kind of weird how that happens. It is weird. It is weird how that happens. Real quick, out in D-Live, just want to say thank you to all the donations. Little O's, Sean, Joe, appreciate it. Uh, Freedom is not free. Thank you for the diamond. Getting rid of my D-Live balance. You guys rock. Foxhole is the best. Appreciate that. Uh, All kinds of lemons. Looks like they're having a lemon war. So I appreciate it out there in D-Live, guys. It looks like Foxhole was having a little bit of an issue there, but we are back up and we are... And we are back live on Foxhole. That's all good to go, guys. Sorry about that. Go ahead, brother. Cool, cool. Yes, yeah, I saw that having a problem connect. Looks like it's it's good to go though. Um, yeah. So now again, you have to be a mar a extremely marginalized version of black in order to um, be part of Black Lives Matter. That's that's pretty much how that works. We've seen that uh, pretty much existence. Pretty much every Black Lives Matter rally, for the most part, is white people. So, but on the other hand, if you're the you're the darker skin black, all right. You have, you have to. There's certain qualifications for this as well. You have to basically, um, I think you have to be uh, mid shade or darker for reparations. I think that's how that works. I'm pretty sure anyway. Uh, Chicago suburb becomes the first city to give black residents reparations. And again, you have to be a certain shade of black for this to work correctly. So if you're not quite that shade, I wouldn't even really push it. Or you could try like I think um, I think they have like you can you can. You can put blackface on it. You can try that, too, if you want to. This is in Evanston, Illinois, which used to be an upper uh, mid-class, midwest, uh, upper mid-class, uh, what am I trying to say here, uh, suburb of Evanston, and it's uh, used to have the best school system in, in, in Illinois as also. But now they are so woke that they have approved a measure, depending on your color of skin, it, you have to be a certain level of black. Don't forget that. Um, approved the measure in 2019 to financially compensate its black residents to address wealth and opportunity gaps from historical racism and discrimination. That's right, folks. We now have the first city, and of course it's north suburbs of Chicago, to be the ones to give reparations depending on on how black you are. Again, if you're light-skinned, do not apply. A suburb of Chicago is setting a precedent for racial equality as it moves forward with becoming the first city in the country to fund reparations for its black residents. But some residents say it doesn't go far enough to be truly called reparations. 
Evanston, just north of Chicago, voted to approve a groundbreaking measure in 2019 in which the city would financially compensate its black residents. And there's been a massive influx of people moving to Evanston now. Figure that one out. Uh, to address the wealth and opportunity gaps they have experienced because of historical racism and discrimination. Using community donations and revenue from a 3% tax collected on the sale of recreational cannabis. Wait a minute. You're paying them by selling weed? How the fuck? Isn't that the most racist fucking thing I've ever heard in my life? Hey, I got an idea. Who's who's the white fucking Jew who thought this shit up? Some big fucking Jew is over there on the north side of fucking Chicago like, hey, check this one out. I got an idea. Here's what we'll do, man. We'll legalize cannabis and we'll sell it in the black communities and then... We'll take their money they gave us, we'll put a 3% tax on top of that, and then we'll give it back to them. It's fucking genius. Only a fucking Northside Jew could think of that. <laughs> I can't even comment on it, man. <laughs> too far, too much? I'm dying over here. <laughs> oh my god no you're so spot on man it's just ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous it's so fucking ridiculous that you cannot be as ridiculous as i'm sounding to make it sound even more ridiculous than it actually is evanston officials have put together a plan to disperse money eventually deciding the first four hundred thousand dollars will be dedicated to addressing housing needs because now you have uh, drug addicts on the streets because they can't afford their fucking house because they're spending it all on the fucking weed that you just legalized. Genius. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it is just unfucking believable. And and here we go. The citizens of Chicago are we are so woke. Look at how woke we are. Look at how look at look at the, how amazing we are. You got a you got a Jewish community in the north side of Chicago too over by a Deerfield. These, this, these are the clowns. It's full of fucking old fucking Jews, like fucking 60 and up. You, 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 not only do you have to be marginalized as a Jewish member of the community, you have to be 60 and up. Then you just basically go to Deerfield, and then you say, you know what? I don't like guns, and you change, the, you change zoning ordinances and fucking uh, all kinds of rules in Deerfield to say, I don't like guns anymore. And then what does the Deerfield do? The people of Deerfield say, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, exactly it is amazing right. what's happening, dude. It is the the pe- I cannot imagine coming up with a more racist plan in the history of reparations than to put people into a a a a, a slavery of of drugs and weed and fucking everything else to where they can't even afford to afford to pay their fucking rent. And then you say, I'm going to tax that money that you can't afford to pay your rent. I'm going to tax that, and I'm, I'll give you a little bit back of it. I'll, I'll give you. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll give you like 100 bucks a, a week. Man. I mean, come on. Hey, it is unbelievable to me what's happening, dude. And people, it's just, they're just doing it right in front of everyone. They're like, wow, that is such a great woke policy to, to give money back to people. Do they actually read the fine print? No, nobody reads the fine print. Not at all. There's, there's a ton of great comments out there, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't I know what the fuck it's saying, dude. Is there any? <laughs> there's no other way to put this than this is fucking over 60-year-old Jews fucking guy sitting back fucking getting hammered, you know, after after their whatever the fuck they do. They're, they're sitting back, you know, at the bar like, I got an idea. Let's get, let's get all the blacks in fucking uh, Rich Evanston 
hooked on weed. We'll charge them more for it, and then we'll give them a little bit of money back, call it reparations. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. God, the world we live in, bro. It is just uh, woke capitalism. What is, what's your top story? Uh, here, let me, before I get over to um, to uh, the, this next story, let me, ha- let me hand it over to you. And uh, what, do you, what do you see out there happening today? I know there's a lot going on in the world, that's for sure. It's well, kind of garbage you know, stuff, but it's Monday. So let's report on the, uh, you know, Hey Jack, uh, Hey Jackass.com. This is, uh, you know, keeping up. There's a couple of stories you can probably already see on the screen there, but let's just look at March to date. There has been 19 shot and killed. There's been 129 shot and wounded total shot so far for 15 days in March, 148 total homicides, 20. Uh, just unbelievable what is going on right now. So just this week alone, there's been 10 homicides, 70 shot, 60 wounded, and 10 killed. So, man, it's just really ramping up in this area. Um, this, this, I don't know, I just saw this St. Patrick's stupidity. At this point last year, hoarding toilet paper and pine boxing uh, nursing homes was all the rage fast forward it's now it's not a lockdown it's a martial law two weeks to flatten the curve and the parades are canceled again bars have limited vomiting introducing capacity <laughs> vomit introducing what the <laughs> fuck? Is, yeah so they're talking about because of like you know saint patrick's day how everyone gets really drunk and people are vomiting all over the place so with these lockdowns that's happening a lot less that's the good news um, and yet they lead will continue to fly without interruption on what is usually one of the drunkest weekends of the year. Man, that, so they that have chick is wife material right there. Let me tell you something. Where's Dizzy? <laughs> Dizzy, I found one for you. Yeah, where is Dizzy? <laughs> leading up, just leaning up against the building and letting go. But anyways, so this <laughs> I didn't even know it was on there until I pulled it up. Uh, but anyways, heyjackass.com, if you want to keep up on all the bullshit that is continual, all the killings that is continually going on here in Illinois, it just seems like there's no end to it ever. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's just uh it's a mess what's going on in Illinois, man, and it's you know what it's never gonna fucking change. That's the that's the, the unfortunate part of it. It's never gonna change. Uh, just mojo appreciate the diamond out there don't o- upload this to youtube Sue, susan will zap this one well too late yeah <laughs> we're, we're on youtube Paulidia <laughs> <laughs> uh, says uh, that's like legalizing crack and then using crack for reparations I think, yeah i think they actually have that policy in uh san francisco don't they i do believe so yep yep <laughs> Illinois, Illinois is completely lost. Uh, I don't know, HP, J, Klein, whatever <laughs> you just said, Illinois is lost. You're completely right about that. Illinois is so lost in so many different aspects. You know, it's that's part of the reason why Abe moved out of Illinois, but unfortunately left me here by myself. But um, <laughs> but I don't blame them. I mean, Chicago is a complete shithole, and whether it's the reparations, whether it's you know, all these drug mandates, uh, you know, giving back to the black community with reparations, the amount of killings, the amount of homicides. I mean, Illinois and Chicago is a complete disaster. And that is why I that's why I'm here, honestly, 
because we got to keep pointing this stuff out and trying to figure out a way to bring attention to it and a way to fix this stuff because it is just out of hand. What's up, ADHD? Good to see you out there. If you guys missed his show last Friday night, he's going to be doing shows about once a week going forward here. So uh, good good to see you out there, bro. Good stuff uh, on Friday. Look forward to much more from you guys as well. Um, are you, so you're saying black people make good uh, can't make good decisions? No, that's what the government in Illinois thinks, and anyone who is an elitist. <laughs> yeah, they'll I know just that's make what the decisions saying. for you. Yeah, Peoria is a shithole too. Yeah, Peoria has always been a shithole though. Well, I appreciate yeah. you guys very much. Good to see you guys all out there joining us here today. Uh, another story that caught my eye today, Joe, was this one, uh, and that is uh, Pope Francis. Uh, back in the news, the black Pope, not my Pope, is in the news again for a. He calls for a new world order now that the pandemic is over. Gee, who 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 uh, who ever heard of that before? Uh, this this talk of new world order is just uh, QAnon right wing conspiracy theories. Uh, Pope Francis insists in a new book things will never be the same in a post pandemic world, uh, and he insists that because he knows that that is the goal of it never being the same. Calling instead for the establishment of a new world order. That's right. In a book-length interview with journalist uh, Domenico Agagaso, that guy, um, titled God and the World to Come, scheduled for release in an Italian on Tuesday. I'm sure everyone is just chomping at the bit to hear what the Black Pope has to say. The pontiff reiterates his case for a great reset with a shift away from financial speculation, fossil fuels, and military buildup towards a green economy based on inclusiveness. Yay! After the coronavirus pandemic, no one today can afford to rest easy, the Pope declares. The world, quote, the world will never be the same again, but it precisely within this calamity that we must grasp those signs which may prove to be a cornerstone of reconstruction. Hey, Black Pope, that sign that you're grasping, that's actually a satanic fucking cult signal, dumb fuck. Can you don't can you walk away from that one and go towards the light? Maybe, maybe that'll help society. Start there, dumbass. Let us all keep in mind that there is something worse than this crisis: the drama of wasting it. He says, "What is this fucking Rahm Emanuel? Who appointed Rahm Emanuel as the fucking pope? Wait a minute. We cannot emerge from a crisis Obama. the same as before. We have <laughs> Obama. <laughs> exactly. We cannot emerge from a crisis the same as before." We either come out better or we come out worse. And, of course, the Pope's definition of better is more satanic symbolism and more socialism spread around the world. Black Pope has words. Joe, what do you think? Not my Pope is all I can say, man. It's unbelievable, man. We know that the the New World Order, or most of us should know that, all this leads to the top, right? And so the top includes the Vatican. The Vatican's been just completely gone for years, been completely bought off for years. I heard reports about um, them needing money, um, how all of a sudden they're out of money. uh, And now they want uh, people to donate to the Vatican. Uh, After we just did stories about how the Vatican just dumped a bunch of money. I forgot where now, but they've dumped money all over the place. It's just a funneling uh, uh, mechanism for the new world order is all it is. So to me, this is absolutely no surprise that this is coming out now. It is. Um, I mean, the Pope just he just goes on to run his fucking mouth, uh, sounding like a blithering idiot. We can no longer uh, 
Blithy accept inequalities and disruptions to the environment. The path to humanity's salvation passes through the creation of a new model of development. Yeah, this Pope this fucking idiot, dude. Pope on a rope, AOC says. Sounds like a, a speech fucking old bozo wrote back in fucking 19, uh, 2010. If we don't roll up our if we don't roll up our sleeves and immediately take care of the earth with radical personal and, per, and pers- political choices with an economic green turn by directing technological developments in this direction, sooner or later we come home and throw us all out to the window. He says. Okay, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, Obama for uh, filling in for the Pope. There, appreciate you very much. It is, I mean, it is fucking ridiculous, dude. It is, it's unbelievable, um, you know. And and for those, you know, well, we were just talking about how shitty uh, Chicago and Illinois was. Well, uh, Brahm Emanuel was the mayor here, so that's why we're talking shit about him. But we know that Rom was put in there into place because of Obama, and um, yeah. It's it's unbelievable how all this is all tied together, all these stories that are coming out about all of this stuff. And how can people not really see what's happening? It blows me away. I mean, how could you not wake up to this crap? Honestly, Breitbart News, the Great Reset is real. It's happening now and will lead to devastation worse, much, much more worse than the Weimar Republic. A German economist uh, has warned uh, it will cause a crash greater than the depression of the 1930s. Breitbart News, a great reset is upon us. Pre- French President France Marcon, uh, President Marcon, uh-huh, declared in the wake of Chinese coronavirus, modern capitalism can no longer work. Uh-huh. Is he really? Is he really Pepe Le Pew? I think so. That's why they're trying to. That's why they're trying to cancel him. Or, or I don't know. I'm confused. Maybe it's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I mean, you know, we, it's just a crazy conspiracy theory, and I don't need these 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 crazy channels that keep talking about this stuff. I'm gonna tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to have to get rid of these channels. They can't be talking about this stuff. Yeah, all those domestic terrorism people out there. Gosh darn it! Oh well, we can't. We might as well bring this up while we're talking about the Vatican. Of course, uh, the Vatican bans blessings, gay unions. God cannot bless sin. So this is interesting coming out today as we're talking about the Vatican and all the other crap. The Vatican decreed Monday that the Catholic Church cannot bless same-sex unions since God cannot bless sin. Wait, what? (laughs) Uh, The Vatican's Orthodoxy Office, the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, issued a formal response Monday to a question about whether Catholic clergy can bless gay unions. The answer, contained in a two-page explanation published in seven languages and approved by Pope Francis, was negative. So that's interesting. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's, that's anti-wokeism. There's a, we're yeah, yeah. we're going to have to address this with the Pope. That, that's not right. Something ain't right there, man. Something Can I ask you a question? Right. What what's wrong with with wanting two flaming fucking faggots to keep it in the bedroom and away from my kids? What is wrong with wanting to to my kids to not have to walk down the street and see two two dudes holding hands and and fucking tutus and uh, kissing and making out? Is it is it is it is there is there something wrong with just not wanting my kids to see two fucking pole smokers out in the middle of the park hanging out? No. I, I agree. Um, like you said, it, it's it's one of those things. Do whatever the hell you want behind, you know, behind the walls, behind your walls, in your house. I don't give a shit. I could care less if you have a donkey with you. 
Um, just do it behind walls where nobody can see it. And unfortunately, they want to throw this shit in our faces. You know, it, it's 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 unbelievable. But that's, you know, like you said, that's the woke culture these days, right? I, I just, you know, it's funny because depending on what circles you in, you're in, if you say something as simple as, I don't give a fuck what you do, keep it in the bedroom, and if... And I don't, I don't agree that uh, that gay marriage should be a thing. A marriage as the as the definition of marriage is between a man and a woman. You can have domestic partnerships and have the tax benefits of it without actually calling it, without actually renaming a word. And at the same time, I can I can support you, whatever the fuck you want to do with your life. I can have an opinion that I I don't I don't believe that this is the right way to go with our society. And I can I can also stand for your right to do whatever the fuck you want in your bedroom. But my only ask as an American citizen is, can you not fucking make out with your boyfriend in a park in front of my kids? Is that too much to fucking ask? Doesn't seem like that, that you're asking for a lot, in my opinion. But unfortunately, they want that shit in our faces. They want us all to be desensitized from it. They want our kids to be desensitized from it. They want it to seem normal. That's part of the new world order, after all, isn't it? One gender. Yeah. <laughs> or one, one gender. gender. Yeah. We, we're gonna we're gonna normalize genders. That way, it's uh it's easier for people to be woke stupid. I don't know what to make of it, dude. I mean, I was in a room. I, I instantly got called a homophobe because, because I said, I don't give a fuck what you do. Keep it in the bedroom. Oh, you're a homophobe. How, how does that work? I don't know. I don't know. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, there fuck goes, YouTube. They can take it. There goes the YouTube account. <laughs> I mean, you know, oh, you, I, can, you I, can, I can say it a little bit nicer. You know, I, I I think I really think that uh, two uh, men who 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 find a rather uh, attraction to themselves should really just try to try to keep it uh, in private and allow my children to go through life and not have to see things that might uh, make them question, uh, you know, what is going on with life and and what they understand is real. Is that better for you if I put it that way instead of just saying two pulse smokers fucking sucking dick in the park? Can, can I not have my kids seeing that? But any like over affection in general, though, is kind of like, you know, like, I, you know, I don't care if it's like a man and a woman, you know, like getting busy on a, a sidewalk bench or something. And I'm walking downtown with my kids like I shouldn't have to see that shit either. Right. But again, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, this uh, too shall pass. pretty much got uh, all of the classes pissed off at me at this point. What else do you see going on out there in the world, Joe? <laughs> Now that everyone's got, we got everyone's attention. <laughs> let me talk. Let me talk a little bit about what I saw today here. Uh, hundreds of Illinois National Guard members return home. So I thought this was kind of interesting. Governor Pritzker actually he uh, activated approximately 500 Illinois National Guard members to support the nation's capital during January. But now approximately 400 of those will be returning home Monday following a drawdown of National Guard forces in Washington, D.C. So there's still approximately 100 National Guard uh, members to remain in the National uh, Capitol as there's still part nearly of 2,300 National Guard members who will provide continued support to the U.S. Capitol until about mid-May. So I thought that was pretty interesting that they did send some of the National Guard home 
And then as I was looking out there, I also saw this drop on Gab. The bias news said security officials will soon scale back the perimeter fencing surrounding the Capitol in response to guidance from the U.S. Capitol Police that there does not uh, exist a known credible threat that warrants keeping the temporary barrier in place. So I thought that was kind of interesting. You're starting to see the drawdown of the National Guard and also starting to see some of the uh, temporary barrier or at least some of the fencing um, will be scaled back as well. What do you think, you know, you think that's anything uh, in general, Abe, or is that just, you know, about fucking time because it's been two months and they didn't need it in the first place or what? Well, I mean, I, I pretty much subscribe to the idea that, that that's all for optics to put this uh, to put this kind of militarization narrative and this insurrection narrative into the minds of Americans. Um, you know, so, you know, any kind of movement on this front, I just look at it as, oh, well, they're finally fucking getting rid of the charade, you know, <laughs> basically. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree did I, that was true. Milo did say he's not gay anymore. I was wondering if that's possible to go to go back. Like, is it? Once you go blonde, hot blonde, you don't go back. Is that how that works? I was wondering if that's how that works. It's got to well, no, be actually, she's got to be a ten, and it's got to be a blonde who's a freak with daddy issues. And uh, then no, here, um, <laughs> AOC. Growing up, my uncle was gay as a three dollar bill. Now back in the closet and married to a woman. They have two kids. I'm confused, he says. <laughs> You're so, confused. Sounds like he's the one that's confused. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying what you were just saying, AOC was saying. But anyways, anyways. <laughs> but anywho, all right, check this one out. Uh, Congress is leaning towards breaking up big tech. Huh. Who talked about, who possibly could have talked about that in the recent news? I tell you what, let's uh let's have a little fun. Let's have a little fun. Let's do a quick little live dig just for you anti cures out there. Hmm. Wonder what happens hmm. if I if I put up hmm. What would be what would be a good search for big tech breakup? I'm going with maybe antitrust. I wonder if I put in, this is, again, this is the remedial Q post research group for, for CNN. So uh, if you're, you're only allowed to pay close attention, if you are media matters or a CNN meathead, attention, um, attention, media matters, meatheads, attention, attention. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and when you search antitrust, boy, this is weird how this works. Huh. There's just no truth to any of these Q posts ever, so I don't even know why anyone ever bothers covering it. August 11, 2018, media consolidation, the illusion of choice. That's right. Six media companies own all of the media. Fake news consolidation, propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, define antitrust laws. Hmm. The FTC's competition uh, mission is to enforce the rules of competitive marketplace. The antitrust laws. These laws promote vigorous competition and protect consumers from anti-competitive mergers and business practices. That is such a wild conspiracy theory. Oh, wait a minute. That's from the FCC.gov website, not from Q. Reconcile, though, is what Q says. 
Just think about that for a minute. This is how this works. Media matters, meatheads. Just just think about this for a second. Now add Google, Facebook, Twitter, change we can believe in, signed Q. It's funny how that works. It's really weird how if you if you do it right, it kind of does come up with some interesting things. Joe, how how long do you think we have to wait for Congress to get off their ass and address the monopoly problems within big tech? Do you think they're actually going to do something about this front? No, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to. I really don't. Um, The money, you know, as we know, follow the money and the money goes right into the pockets of these people. So they're not going to want to do anything about it. Um, We've seen so many reports, so many different people trying to sue Facebook, sue Twitter. And then we hear absolutely nothing after that. Um, I think the only person that's ever won anything decent was... Well, that was, it wasn't even Facebook or Twitter, was it? It was the New York Post or whatever. So <laughs> I, I haven't seen any of these media giants get held accountable for at all. No, and they probably won't. Um, so there we go. Uh, see, Denise says Project Veritas released a video from a Facebook leaker saying they should be broken up. Yeah, they, they need to be broken up. No doubt about it, Denise. Good to see you out there. Hope all is well over there across the pond, Denise. God bless you. Yeah, good to see you, Denise. Hope all is well for sure. But since you mentioned uh, about some of these lawsuits, I do got a story related to that if you want me to share that real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So actually, Google must face $5 billion lawsuit over tracking private Internet use judge rules. So here we go again, a $5 billion lawsuit. And the judge finds the tech giant didn't notify users their data could still be collected in incognito mode. That's right. Unbelievable. Google failed to win dismissal of a lawsuit alleging its collectors, users' data on Internet activity, even when they browse in the browsers, browsers private incognito mode. The lawsuit filed in June alleges Google violates wiretapping and privacy laws by continuing to intercept, track, and collect communications, even when people use Chrome's incognito mode and other private web browser modes. Uh, So there you go again of them just invading in all of our privacy. And I mean, obviously this is sort of a good thing because the judge actually ruled against Google for trying to uh, drop the suit. But, you know, like I said, man, we've seen so many of these things come through and nothing ever happened with them. Yep, it never changes. Um, now, here's the thing, dude. This is coming here in the next, uh, give it a month, and you're going to start seeing all kinds of talk about net neutrality again and the Democrats trying to bring back some type of, some type of regulation uh, back into the Internet. Now, I am a, I am a staunch uh, opponent of any kind of government regulation within the Internet. I think it is, I think the, I think, the, the the government getting involved in the internet is a slippery slope that will end in uh, a a censored version of the internet. But I do think that this discussion about Section Two Thirty and all of this stuff there are there are some prominent Democrats who are talking about um, enabling the FCC to um, to address the the Section Two Thirty rules that President Trump asked them to address before he left office. And it's getting stopped by Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and and uh, Kamala Bendover Harris. So I, you know what's going to end up coming from this during this next two years is they're going to try to get a new version of net neutrality 
put into place that will basically further help uh, the big tech conglomerates and um, screw the rest of us in the meantime. I think I think the government getting involved in any kind of regulation of the internet uh, in the form of a net neutrality or what uh, Europe passed, whatever the hell that was, was was nothing more than a giant censorship initiative that helps them control the flow of information uh, through the internet of uh, of Europe. That's the last thing we need here, and so we're gonna have to keep a close eye on this, bro. Absolutely, absolutely, I completely agree. You know. I think there's a lot of uh, misinformation going around about that 230 as well, right? I mean, because yeah. I've heard like, I've heard a lot of people saying, "Yeah, we need to get rid of it," and I'm like, "Wait a minute, um, we can't get rid of that. We kind of need that, don't we?" Well, there's just it's all in the fine print, and it's it depends on how you look at it. Do, do you want um, the federal government uh, assigning uh, priorities to big tech and then giving them subsidies as part of that? That's really what the original net neutrality did. It it enabled big tech to get government subsidies as well as regulating the internet. If you if you say it like that, then everyone is completely against it. What it what it what it did to to uh, the places like you know small internet providers and things like that was made it harder for them to compete. So there's two sides of the coin. I get that. It's just a matter of a basic, for me, it's a basic principle. I don't want the government regulating the internet, and I don't want the government giving subsidies to big tech to help support high-speed internet or whatever the fuck else. That's not the, that's not the government's role. That is the free market's role to, do, to handle that, not the government's role. So it just depends on how you look at uh, the government's role in you know, the internet. Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, said that because, you know, I think it's super important, obviously, um, you know, a lot of this affects a lot of what we do as well. So uh, we want to make sure we have the protections uh, for us in line. And that is the key to the whole thing, right? You know, in S- Section 230, as written by the guidance from the Trump administration to the FCC, if you actually read what it said, it said it's going to address big tech conglomerates and and allow small tech or smaller companies to have protections against frivolous lawsuits. It said that in the text of what the Trump administration's guidance for Section 230 was. And everybody kept saying, well, all this is going to do is screw small companies like Acun. That's not that's not true. That's not how it would happen. And it's just, you know, there was so much misinformation. You know, I just it's frustrating to fight through that. When people yep. are uninformed about how the policy would affect them, they believe what their certain sources will tell them how it will affect them. And instead of actually looking into the and reading the policy itself, it's frustrating, dude. Absolutely. And but they I mean, at the same time, they, it's they, they want it confusing, too, don't they? Because there's nothing. I mean, I've tried to I'm no, nowhere near close to a lawyer and I've tried to read some of this, some of these uh, um, bills and stuff that come out. And it's just it's ridiculous, man. It's. You know these these law affair, law fags, if you want to call them whatever, purposely put put it in text to make it confusing, which it doesn't help anything, right? Yeah, no doubt. And that's the point. Is uh, it's not just simply uh, you know black and white language. They always they always got to read the fine print on that stuff and how how it actually affects the policy too. But uh, and it's always the guidance from the administration, which is why you're probably not going to actually see any movement on two thirty. You're going to see a movement towards. Um, you know, what Europe did with regards to regulation, and that's going to be a disaster. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. All right. We are 10 minutes to the top of the hour, which means 
It's time for the rapid fire opening opener and Joe to give us a rapid fire of news that he saw as I caught his eye during the day. Stand by 30 seconds every time, please. Joe, what did you see out there today on this Monday afternoon that caught your eye today? And then we will get to a quick advertisement, and then we'll get to your calls after the top of the hour. So stand by. If you guys got something you want to get covered today, question, comment, or if I got something wrong, or if you need to pick a bone with me, do that. Call in and uh, stand by. Much love. What do you got, Joe? All right. Let's get to this first one because uh, this this is super interesting. Washington Washington Examiner opinion piece. Joe Biden is the human trafficking president listen to this video this is absolute fire uh let me make sure i got the sound on facts of an illegal border crossing surge now ranging from 1,000 to 4,000 crossings a day the new head of the department of homeland security last week denied it was a crisis i think that the uh, um, the answer is no uh, i think there is a challenge at the border that we are managing and we have our resources dedicated to to managing it so challenge that over the weekend, Texas Governor Greg Abbott tweeted he's launching Operation Lone Star, a deployment of National Guard, DPS officers, air, ground, marine, and tactical border security assets to deny Mexican cartels and smugglers the ability to move drugs and people into Texas. Under the previous administration, the border crisis had abated significantly. This was a situation where the Biden administration was so eager to want to declare Trump policies cruel at the border that they, that they took away policies that were clearly working and they reversed agreements that we had with Guatemala, Honduras and El Salvador and with Mexico to stop the traffic at Mexico's southern border. And they invited this, crea- this crisis, they created this crisis. And so I think it's important now that they own this crisis. Well, it just cries out for the fact that we really do need comprehensive immigration reform. We need to have a policy that reflects the values of America. We certainly do not want to see divided families that occurred under the prior administration. Comprehensive immigration reform remains elusive because of the closely divided Senate, leaving U.S. border policy to wild swings as Trump-era executive orders give way to Biden's. The shift symbolized by Trump's unfinished wall where construction has stopped in areas frequently crossed. We have about 250 miles left to build this Aria contract. If you cancel those contracts, the American uh, taxpayer will still be out the billions of dollars. I just got back from the border. They're changing every policy of Trump that worked. So we're going to be dealing with, as a nation, out-of-control immigration. And by the summer, you're going to have a million people coming into this country illegally, all because the liberals can do it. The new policies have greatly worsened the single greatest problem that Democrats railed against during the Trump years, the plight of unaccompanied minors. On March 2nd, the Washington Examiner reported that President Biden was presented a policy document that forecast 117,000 children will arrive at the U.S.-Mexican border without a parent or guardian in 2021. Whether it's termed a crisis or a challenge, the surge in border crossings may lead to a payoff for Democrats. Their bill, H.R. 1, would greatly relax voter ID requirements in every state, enabling virtually anyone to vote without an ID or address verification, potentially ensuring Democratic majorities for years to come. Boom. And there you have it. Unfrickin' real. 
Uh, any comment on that, Abe? It is going to get bad and worse. It is, um, I don't know what to say. You know, Mojo says Texas is being invaded. That's no That's no small uh, statement. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I... Once again, yeah. we're going to have communities overwhelmed with uh, with um, you know people that they don't know they don't know how to handle. It's going to be ridiculous. Absolutely, absolutely. So next one I have for you guys out of the Epoch Times or the Epoch Epic Times, however you want to say it. AstraZeneca vaccine suspended by Germany, France, Italy, Spain over precautions. Um, basically, AstraZeneca COVID nineteen vaccines were halted by all of those. Uh, all of them to for due to precautions because officials said money. Italian officials seized thousands of doses of medicine in northern province after a man died. So just more stories coming out. You probably heard about marvelous Marvin Hagger, uh, um, um, Marvin Haggard, Hag- Hagler, Hagler. Thank you. Uh, who also was a, a boxing legend who went in and got a vaccine and died shortly after. Um, so just lots of these stories popping up all over the place. I'm just glad to see that they're actually suspending all of these uh, doses from being implemented. That's good news. Yeah, well, at least for the people of of those areas. In the meantime, the rest of the world's still getting these these shots. So yeah, uh, take, I know. Take it at your own risk. Yeah, but I mean, mainly, I mean, Italy especially. They, I mean, they had like the worst, you know, as far as death. Well, almost the worst as far as deaths supposedly. So now at least they're not getting the vaccine, which is a good news too. Uh, less people to die. They didn't, cut, they didn't cut off travel from China, and there's a huge amount of uh, travel to and from China from Italy. It's becoming it's becoming little China now in Italy, um, and that's <laughs> that's what happens. Yep, exactly. So next uh, next story. Uh, this was super interesting. <laughs> Poland's central bank wants to buy a hundred tons of gold. Governor says. This was as of today, Poland Central Bank wants to buy 100 tons of gold worth $5.5 billion at current prices over the coming years. As it continues to expand its bullion reserves, Governor Adam Klepinski said in an interview published on Monday. That's right. They want to purchase $5.5 billion worth of gold in Poland. Any ideas why they want to do that, Abe? <laughs> uh, because... Uh, the, uh, the way that the fiat system works now is going to change and there's going to be upheaval in the financial markets when that happens. Hey, remind, remember when I reminded you to, to mute your, uh, discord notifications? Yeah. Now you can see why. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Keep going. People would quit talking in the background. Um, all right. Next one I got for you is fake news. Wapo caught fabricating Trump quote. Falsely claimed Trump urged Georgia elections investigator to find the fraud. That's right. Uh, Unbelievable here. Nancy Pelosi was the first House Speaker in United States history to launch two failed in political impeachment. The first impeachment was based on, of course, a lie told by Eric C.R. Mella, a whistleblower. Um, The second one was Carmella. The second one was uh, obviously the phone call, uh, which supposedly happened, which um, now they're saying, oh, no, that was actually that was a lie. Um, Let me see where it says here. I don't really feel like reading the whole article, to be honest with you, but basically whatever Trump. Oh, here it is. Trump uh, did not tell the investigator to find the fraud 
or say she would be a national hero if she did. So instead, Trump urged the investigator to scrutinize ballots in uh, Fulton County, Georgia, asserting she would find dishonesty there. So that, that that's a huge difference in statements there. He also told, told her that she had the most important job in the country right now. So, of course, WAPO had to <laughs> take that out and post it as fake news. Of course, we all know that they're fake news anyways. Uh, so people have been obviously talking about this. Blaze Media, this just came out today. Biden reportedly planning largest tax hike in almost 30 years. Un freaking believable president biden is reportedly planning the largest hike in federal taxes in almost three decades to fund a long-term economic recovery program to follow in the footsteps of the recently passed 1.9 trillion dollars stimulus bullshit package unfreaking believable i'm not even gonna read any more of that bullshit well, all Zero. those, all these uh, pet projects and refunding their local governments is going to cost us money. What else are they going to get it from? Exactly, exactly. This one out of Zero Hedge is a freaking fantastic article I read yesterday. Um, Towards one world currency, expect government crackdowns in a global depression. For those professing a, a, prefer- a preference for one type of government or another, an ugly reality is that all they are all cut from the same cloth. Whether we are talking about democracy, communism, socialism, or fascism, the strong link that they share is the one dominance and a desire to control. This article is absolute fire. Uh, I will drop this on my gab and we will put it on the website later. But if you guys get a chance, check this article out. It is fantastic. Good shit. Last man. one. Yeah. Last one. I got two quick ones here real quick. Um, this one I saw dropped on Twitter. This was uh, um, actually uh, Reuters dropped this a while, uh, a couple days ago that said uh, a, a historian said that Nazi army included 150,000 of Jewish descent. So uh, that kind of attracted my attention. Um, and obviously the, this was underneath the, the German military under Adolf Hitler some of the Nazi messages to reject and message. No need for their hidden agendas rely on set on extremist events that is interesting because the Bolsheviks and their ideology hero Karl Marx. What's that? Uh, oops on the transition. Sorry, go ahead, keep going. I cut you off a minute there. Oh, no problem. But this would, uh, the, the reason why I thought this was interesting is because they say the Bolsheviks and their ideology hero, Karl Marx, were Jews, as are the Rothschild Center banker, central bankers that run the Fed, that finance all the wars, keeps us on oil, controls the international commerce. Thank me later, but first, try to figure out why Soros is at odds with Israel. That is super interesting. The last one I have for you guys real quick, so I know we're kind of running over the top of the hour here. This one was dropped over the weekend as well. Um, you know what? Let's discuss this after. The, do we have you, or do you want me to do it real quick? Yeah, now, let's uh, move that one to after. All right, cool, cool, because that one is very interesting as well that I kind of want to get into a little bit of a discussion with you. So that's pretty much your rapid fire for today, guys. Good stuff, man, for sure. Yeah, there's definitely some good articles in there. And um, the, all of those, uh, Joe will be... You know, if you if you if you want to find messages, messages to reject, reject the message, whatever. Go. No need for their hidden agendas. 
where extremist vendettas are target the free. Our weapons are truth that prove highly effective with an impact surpassed only by the span of their reach. The powers that hope to control us will feed on those lost in philosophies devoid of all meaning. Don't be enticed by the divisive self-righteous who deal in deception, suppression, and greed. Flee from the nation of mindless who preach what's been forced down their throat by their peers and their teachers. Run from the depraved, guilty of treason whose roads have been paved by the tricks of their sleeves. When it's real, you can feel it. It appeals to your senses, whether dull or intense, most will tend to agree. We won't leave the blinded behind. We'll shoulder wounded soldiers till it's over, then we'll train them to see. The truth is the future. This beautiful movement makes the gatekeepers useless and their lies obsolete. With fury we'll fight. By the glory of God, we'll delete the elite and release all their secrets. Really wanted to play that video today. Rise Attire, USA.com. Check them out when you get time. 10% discount by using a discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E. And you can get some awesome gear. Check them out when you guys get time. Rise Attire, USA.com. I don't know why it kept just wanting to freaking start whenever it wanted to start. Freaking, 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 freaking. Yeah, appreciate appreciate those guys very much. All right, um, let me get uh, Denise in here. Denise from uh, over in the United Kingdom has been having uh, all kinds of fun on her own. How are you feeling, first of all, Denise? You hanging in there? You picked a you 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 pinched a couple of things I was going to talk about, but never mind, sure. I have others. Um, behind the scenes over here, in the background, away from the COVID and the vaccines and everything like that, um, Boris and his cabinet have been um, making great strides in. Um, oh making agreements, trade agreements. Uh, Liz Truss has been working like a like a like a horse she has. She's done some marvelous uh, trade agreements. Um, Puri Patel is clamping right down now that we're free of the EU. Is clamping right down um, on these lefty snowflake lawyers that have been stopping us deporting um, illegal uh migrants um they were making all sorts of excuses um to even the, the migrants were getting put on planes and they were even stopping the planes and taking them off uh, and stopping them being deported well she's um clamping right down on that um le pen marie le pen is points ahead of macron in France and there's a high probability that she will be the next premier of France. She should have won um, last time. 
Eh? She should have won last time. She should have won last time. Um, so I, it wouldn't surprise me if they pull another one, another fast one. You know what I'm saying? She's even further ahead than she was last time. And Macron isn't very popular in France at the minute. Uh, France is blowing up in his face big time. Um, and as you were saying, Joe, um, Italy, uh, Poland, and there's a couple of others as well. Um, yeah, yeah, Germany, are, are, Germany, France, are, Italy, and Spain. Are fighting against the EU. Um, there's even talks of Italy and Poland being the next ones to walk away, to turn the backs and walk away. Um, that Project Veritas, that last Project Veritas video, you want to watch that because they got, I forget the chap's name now, um, talking about Zook and um, how Facebook should be broken up. Um, and at one point, the person interviewing him said, would he be willing to go on record? And he said no, but he was being filmed all the time. She was interviewing him anyway. So that's a good one to watch. The um, other thing, oh, my memory's going now. Your, your Texas governor. Because that wall is already paid for equipment, so it's already been bought, everything's been paid for, for that wall. Um, he said, has he not, that they're going to carry on building the wall themselves because it's, it's all there um, and it's been paid for and they're just going to carry on and go against Biden and carry on building the wall. Is that not right? Have you heard that? That's that's the idea of what they're going to try to do, and it's gonna it's gonna bring a because those contracts get paid out by the Office of Bu- Management and Budget, which is now yeah. under control of the Biden administration. So the question will be if these guys do this work, and they the final closeout um, uh, of the work is usually a pretty good size, good good chunk of money uh, that gets released. Will that money get released, and then will it create a states fights? Uh, challenge in the Supreme Court, which is probably likely where this is going to end up going. But if the money's already, if it's already been paid for, is that not it? It's already been it's, paid for. It's, it's, uh, it's, allocate, it's allocated. Though they don't, they don't actually divvy out the funds until the project is done. Okay. So they have it. You um, know, it's budgeted for, and everything is is in the process of already working. If they cancel the the uh, the project they get they still get the money in the end so you know like you're saying then the question is 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 uh can the states pull this off and and will the will the office of budget and management cause some kind of problems with uh the funding that's probably where this is going to go mm, yeah um the other, uh, other thing i was going to do was how how would you feel about having a nightmare i'll, I'll give you a nightmare for you to ponder on if you want. Oh, geez. What? We, what? what uh, Kamala Harris and and. Uh, no, it's just it's just my perusing. <laughs> it's even worse than that. What do you got? Have you noticed how happy Pelosi is at the moment? She's very happy. Cat that's got the cream look on her face all the time. Oh, that, that look on her face is from all the fucking psychotic drugs she's on that are keeping her happy. 
Yeah, she's she's very <laughs> happy because her plan, her plan is coming to fruit. And I think I've sort of worked out what her plan is. She's, she is going to use that article to um, get rid of Biden. But Harris won't be taking over from Biden because there'll be another excuse for Harris not to be eligible. And I can, um, I'm sort of seeing this happening sort of the end of this year. Now, who's the next in line? Pelosi. It's Pelosi. And who do you think her VP would be? Uh, probably Chucky the Clown Schumer. Chuck Schumer. So I'm thinking that it's heading for not Harris and her VP, but Pelosi and Schumer. It would not surprise me one bit if that is her goals. The question is, is uh, is there enough insane people who have some type of control and power in D.C. who would allow that to happen? Because I guarantee you there are there is no shortage of people in D.C. that do not want to see a President Pelosi there. She is she while she can get stuff done, it, she gets it done because she is brutal and cutthroat. Um, I would be shocked if the people of D.C. would allow that to happen. But then again. I'm shocked that we have President Biden running his mouth uh, somewhere in D.C. trying to t- act like he's president. So anything wouldn't, nothing surprises well, how, me anymore. How would how would they stop her? You tell me how they would stop her because at the moment she's got control of the House, she's got control of the Senate, and she's got control of the White House. Who's going to stop her? Because as you said, she's brutal. She's uh, absolutely brutal. Obama. Obama. I, I don't think Obama would cede control to Pelosi. I, there's no, in fact, I can, I can almost guarantee you that Obama would find a way to make sure that doesn't happen. You right? Well, here, yeah. here's a, here's a wrench to throw in the whole uh, uh, nightmare scenario. What happens if Biden's flipped already? What if, what if everything he's doing is on purpose? What if he has flipped? I I was watching um, Space Shot 76 before I came in here with you, and he was showing for a good hour um, a chap that he'd come across that had done amazing digs, very detailed amazing digs. And I didn't get who this chap was so that I could go and have a look and go through it myself because he didn't even cover it all. In nearly two hours, he didn't cover it nearly uh, all that had come out because um, I'm not holding out hope for the military at this point. I'm really not holding out hope for the military. It's it's going to it's going to be a cat fight, and it's going to be Pelosi and Schumer um, cat fighting this her plan. Well, I'm um, with you that um, this fall, it, it, I think it, whatever's going, they're going to try to do. To um, yeah. to seize control, it's going to be this fall or this early, fall, yeah, or before the, the end of the year. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon. We'll see. I do. We'll see. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what they try, and there's. It's also going to be interesting to see what the white hats are able to accomplish. The, these white hats that are in in key spots are, haven't gone away. They're still working very hard, and there's going to be a lot that's going to happen on that front here in the next year too. So it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting year for sure. But I, I don't know because um, there's those all those um, 
top brass that um, have been attacking Tucker Carlson, even from Space Force, which surprises me because I thought Space Force was the only untainted um, part of the military in the whole of the military. Um, Breve and they were having a go. <clears throat> so I don't know. And Trump's got to got to start this year. He's got to really start going heavy. Probably, as you said, starting doing rallies um, summertime. Yeah, um, I think he'll be. I think he'll. I, I'm hoping anyway that maybe not him. He'll be doing rallies, but there will be some stuff starting up in the in the in the you know beginning of summer and stuff and going into the fall. And I think he's going to definitely do rallies in uh you know key the the key spots where he's announced that he's going to mm. help support candidates he's going to definitely do rallies in those spots so that'll be well fun. the the reason i'm thinking that pelosi is going to make her move before the end of this year is because she wants it done before 2022 before they lose seats in the house and the senate and it flips back to republicans she wants her plan sorted before that happens well, whatever's happening is it's a it's a disaster. Every policy that yeah. this that this administration has put in place in a short two months has has set us back probably a good year already. And so yeah. time's ticking and, and it's just going to get worse and worse as time goes by. That's the reality that I'm living in right now. I, the policies that this yeah. administration is putting into place is uh, is already, uh, you know, setting us back. So it's a, it's it's a big problem. I agree with you. It's just it's just the hope is that more that enough people wake up to say, oh, "Hang on a minute, this this isn't this isn't right. This isn't what you said. This isn't what was supposed to happen." Um, and even Dems themselves saying, "This is just going just a bit too far. This it has to stop." Um, but I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool seer. It's just that's something that has been niggling around him. I hope My I hope head. they pu- I hope they pull every single trick out of their pocket. I hope they go after guns. I hope they go after the yeah. First Amendment. I hope they go after the yeah. Fourth. I hope they put it all on the table. Tell us what you want to do before uh, the uh, 20, uh, 2022 and uh, yeah. expose yourselves for the scum, leftist scum that you are. They need they, they need to as bad as it is. It needs to get worse. It needs as many people as possible to see exactly where it's heading. Um, and they're going to anyway, they're already going to go after guns they're already going after expanded background yeah. checks they're already targeting ammo yeah. it's, go, go for it go for it AOC do every part of it in fact we got AOC on on, on wait here so uh, Denise I appreciate it any last thoughts before I let you go today no that's it I think I've taken up enough of your time but it's, while I've been sitting quiet it's good to hear from you. myself these things have just been going around in my head it's good Plus, to hear from my you. head's about the only thing that wasn't hurting yeah, I'm, I hope I hope you're hanging in there. And there's anything we can help, uh, let us know. All right. Nah, nah, that's okay. You take care. All right. We'll God send bless some you. prayers to you, Denise. We'll send some prayers to you, Denise. God bless you. Thank you. Night. Night. Always good to hear from Denise. Indeed, we got uh, AOC uh, hopping in here as well. So we'll get AOC in here. In the meantime, uh, see. Let's see. What's up, Methods? Good to see you out there, bro. Hope all is well. What's um, up, Methods? Good to see you, brother. I saw, let's yeah, see, let's, Glenn said, quick. can oh. Abe or Ahmad send out the Discord direct link, not the Patreon one? Uh, the Discord is only is a private Discord just for Patreon members, Glenn. 
Uh, so um, if you if you don't mind uh, buying me a cup of coffee once a month, uh, you can hop in there. The reason why that is, Glenn, is not because I want the money. I mean, it it, it helps pay the bills, but it is, it is a way of vetting our Discord. I don't want what happened with Patriot Soapbox Discord and other Discords to happen. <laughs> I want it to be pe- people who want to help uh, show content and uh, contribute to research and things like that. So it's a vetting process for me, and I appreciate all of you that are there very much. Um, the bills definitely hit hard this weekend. Uh, as if I had about 150 bucks pop out of my account, I went, "What the hell hit?" Uh, with that, I want to welcome AOC in the house. AOC, what's good, brother? Hey, 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 hey! How you doing? Fantastic, AOC. Good to hear from you, brother. What's on your mind today? Uh, I just wanted to call in and say that Alan has a pretty mouth, <laughs> and. Uh, no. Last person that told me that to my face got a black uh, black eye, <laughs> a fat lip. <laughs> no, serious. I was serious though. I've been having this discussion with my brother, who used to be the smartest guy in my world. You know, he's four years older. And he's the smart, smart, smartest guy you've ever met in your life. But he's like serious about getting into these vaccines. And this, that, the other, it's got me on a really personal kind of path with what's going on here. And just to people that I want to talk to people out there that don't really like, don't read the Bible, never really picked it up, or maybe haven't looked at it in a while. And just say, like, looking at it subject- subjectively, if we are l- required to get some mark of the beast or some chip or some vaccine passport tattoo or whatever is that when is that the line where maybe you'll consider that all this stuff was actually probably like prophecy and in real life mark of the beast in order to buy stuff because uh, it looks like they're setting up for that and it's actually happening in a lot of places israel's already got it you know their vaccine passport in order to fly so do you think, you know, what? what's the line? What's the line for you where you'll say, holy shit, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is the stuff they've been talking about actually happening right now. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Somebody is still, still looking freshly back into stuff like the Bible as a source for this kind of stuff, probably more recently, more than ever. Uh, I don't know. What's your guys' take on that? Is, do you think that's happening? Are we witnessing this happening in real time? Uh, yeah, I mean, if the there's a, the show that we did with John Paul Rice two weeks ago uh, called Trans, titled Transhumanism and a Technocracy covered this uh, pretty much pretty well in depth. It it is happening. It's not a conspiracy theory, and the smart city technocracy uh, future is upon us right now, and they are going to use this time right now to put as many of those policies into place as they possibly can. And it's, it, it, we're not going to be able to stop it. Let's be real. The reality of the world we live in, we are slaves to the technocracy and, and that's the unfortunate reality of the world we live in. Yeah. It's getting a little scary. I, I hate, I, I hate to be all serious on you all, but I don't know. It's been a serious week on this topic and it's been getting scary because I'm witnessing my own family members to come to this and are getting ready to jab themselves with God knows what 
Oh man, I know the feeling. I mean, I literally logged into, um, well, not my Facebook, but someone else's Facebook over the weekend to see that some of my family has taken the vaccine and people asking um, who has taken it. And uh, I thought it was a good opportunity for me to post a little bit of information about, um, well, Marvelous Marvin Haggard, who passed away from the vaccine, a 39-year-old lady who passed away from uh, it as well, and some other reports, and didn't really get much feedback. Um, That's the hard part right now, man, is that, you know, obviously there's so much going on in the world that I'm I'm like debating whether or not I want to even get into a conversation in regards to the vaccine because I almost feel like if I do, it's probably going to end in the conversation of me walking away, calling somebody an idiot for taking it. And so I think part of it, part of me is just kind of like, all right, can I just put some information out there and will they see it? That's all I think I can do. Um, but other than that, man, it's just, it's hard to deal with, like you said, because, you know, there's people close to us that are taking it and getting it. And obviously I, I, I believe they really haven't done the research to know what's in it and what's really transpiring with this whole thing. So it's kind of sad and it's kind of scary. Fear is a great motivator. It is also a way to, to control people. And it's, it's obvious to us that they have been using the fear narrative, especially in Florida. You can't, you can't turn on a TV in Florida for less than two hours without them bringing up coronavirus. Yep. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Scary stuff. Anyway, that's all I got for now. You guys got, I'm sure, plenty of people to talk to today, but I just wanted to chime in on that. It's been on my mind. It's been a little heavy on my heart. Oh, you're and, right. AFC, you know, I love my brother. He's always been my big bro. You're right to, you're right you to bring it up. I mean, it's... <laughs> They're doing it right in front of our eyes, and it's it's gonna get worse. They're going to go towards the the RFID chip. It, that's going to happen. They're going to try to chip us so that when you want to pay for uh, uh, a coffee or pay for gas, you just instead of using your phone, you're chipped. It also will will customize uh, uh, advertising for you. So this is not this is not uh, science fiction. When you walk down the street, you'll have billboards that will customize. Uh, uh, advertising towards you based on your uh, data history. Um, you, you'll be able to walk into your house and it will say, welcome home AOC, and it will know you are there. It will automatically adjust your house settings for you, and it will know that your six-pack is low. It will automatically order a new six-pack of beer for you, which, by the way, I would like that without the smart house uh, initiative. <laughs> I could get a dog or somebody else to do that for me. I would actually pay for that, but... Well, I was just going to say, wh- whatever happened to the old days of having your dog get your beer for you? <laughs> I mean, we, now we got to use, you know, we got to use, uh, you know, Google or something to, to do it for us. That's yeah. just sickening. Smart, uh, smart uh, um, refrigerators that, that know what's in your fridge. And as you take stuff out, it automatically places an order for you. Um, so that you can go pick it up or have it delivered to you via a drone, and that's what's coming. It's it's so you're right to be concerned about it. It's just a matter of, um, I think in each individual will have to make their what they're allowing themselves to give them the, of how much of their freedoms they're willing to give up. And it's I mean, if you look at what we've given up, even what I've given up from my freedoms today, if you would have told me ten years ago I would have given up this much, I'd have told you you're insane. So. 
they'll just continue to move the ball down the field and we'll continue to be slaves to the technocracy. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, that's all for now. Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Um, and, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Take Much care, y'all. I appreciate you, man. Take care, brother. Appreciate it, AOC, and all kinds of good comments out there as well. Thumper Rose, you've been on fire. I've been I've been watching your comments out there. Uh, but, yeah, obviously she kind of said it. Um, you know, if they are sheep, then so be it. They, too, have a choice to know. I agree. Uh, 412, you are live, and you just hung up on me. So, Kadoka, see you later. Was that? The D four one two? No. <laughs> uh, Could have been. Probably was someone who chickened out, was going to call in and talk shit, but it was like, eh, maybe I won't. Eh, I don't want to be made an example of right now. Oh, we do got Jimmy Reagan in the house. What's up, Jimmy? How you doing today, brother? What's up, brother? Hold on a second. Yeah, just yeah, mute there. that stream. You'll be good to go. I appreciate you, man. What's up, Jimmy? How are you, brother? Well, first off, my hot blonde is in the army. She has an hourglass figure and she's the most badass hundred percent ever. Did so, she turn you from a pole smoker to a lover of women? No, never went that direction, but, uh, <laughs> been guys asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> so on the other note about the vaccines, man, I got done with service in 2013 by 2015. I had what I called a burn off flu where I got super sick. I got bronchial pneumonia, put me in the hospital for a couple of days. But after that, my mind was super sharp and clear. It still is to this day. I have not had one vaccine since 2013. And it draw me into this, this community, this research, this awakening. And this goes along with my, my personal diet, you know, going straight to the produce section and, and eating clean. Um, I think there's something really big to that. I still can't find a connection for that one, but uh, it, I would really suggest trying to find what's in these things. Because what I found through research for my youngest who has autism, which was caused by the two-year-old shot vaccine series, he got multiple shots in one day and he went mute. And now he has autistic issues. Wow. Um, so my point is, when I was getting all those vaccines, in the Marine Corps, my nickname was Barney. As in Barney Rubble, dumb as rocks, strong as an ox. Okay? That was literal. And I'm a small dude. And uh, when I got out and my mind started getting clear, I started to realize I'm far more intelligent than motherfuckers think I am. All right, exactly. So I would I would ask whoever's listening to try two years. Burn off all your vaccines because from 2013 to 2015, I was burning it off. Ever since then, zero illness, except for seasonal allergies for pollen, like I'm if I'm out in the woods. It fucks with your sciences, mm-hmm. no matter what you do. Yeah. But infection? No infection. So, you know, there's there's more to this that they're not going to give you. So pay attention to all the little tidbits that they'll touch on, like 
so-and-so fell out after they got the shot, so-and-so got this after the shot, and then they don't cover it no more, look into it deeper, because there's something there. I don't give a shit what the excuse is. Take your own personal um, sovereignty seriously. Seriously. Because it, it's, it's more than just a shot to keep you healthy. Um, the shots for the two-year-old shot vaccine, there's heavy metals in them. Cadmium, nickel, um, mercury. Um, aluminum. Aluminum, that, that's that, yeah, that's the other one. Um, so those things cross the blood-brain barrier. It's a sac that holds your noodle, right? So if, if you look at this and you put together frequencies, like a Wi-Fi router, like my son sits in front of, and that's another story, I can't help it. Anyway, um, so you have these heavy metals on your brain, right? And the brain frequency is your own unique identity, okay? We're all unique. We all have our unique brain frequency. Indeed. Now, something interferes with that, your cognitive abilities will go down. This research tails back to the 40s and 50s when they were doing research on the soldiers and sailors. And then all of a sudden vaccines come out um, more so than it was in like the 20s. And, and it just kind of ramped up. Everybody has to get these vaccines for this and that, this and that. But then you also look at the numbers of illness and death rate they go up steadily as new medicines and vaccines are also introduced into the public since uh, I think it was 1947 is when I, as far back as I got to go. Um, before that, it's kind of obscure. There's not, not much data. You have to request it and you probably won't get it from the government. Yeah, I hear you. We, we, are, we are one unhealthy human being in general right now we really are the the food that they feed us is missing most of the nutrients that that uh the human body needs to exist and to be to, to exist healthy um and then on top of that we just don't take care of ourselves the way we should we we really are a uh, a society of lazy rat fucks aren't we <laughs> we always want something convenient and right now instead of you know working towards it, like building a good immune system. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So good that stuff, was my man. two. And I just wanted to, you know, touch base on that and say, hi. Appreciate you guys. it, man. What else is going on? You good? Yeah, good. Um, I'm still working on an email to you. It's a, uh, it's kind of a hard one. <laughs> gotcha. Personal stuff. Cool, man. I'll look so, for that. I'll definitely look for that. And, um, uh, you know, whatever you need, man, I'll, I'll help you in any way I can, man. I know it's, uh, I see it. So um, anything, any way I can help you, Joe, any thoughts for before we let Jimmy go? Uh, just everybody out there in chat right now, Jimmy, uh, definitely agrees with you and is on board with you 100%. So great calling. Great job. Good to hear from your brother. Keep up the good work. Thanks. You too. Much love, Take Jimmy. Care, God bless you, brother. Later. Right. It's good. It's always good to hear from Jimmy Riggins, man. Um, appreciate that dude. Big time. Daddy crab. Oh, let me, oh actually we got, uh, I think we have ADHD wants, wants to say hello real quick. Let me get the uh, homeboy in here real quick and try it. Oh, bitch. 
My mouse is my it. mouse isn't working again. It's dry. It's I click on the thing and it doesn't doesn't do what I'm telling it to do. It's driving me nuts. Four one two. Nothing to do with the operator at all. Absolutely nothing to do with the operator. No, it's not. Anyways, ADHD <laughs> is this you, brother? You know it, guys. What's up, ADHD? How's it going, brother? Good show this past weekend. Dude, sa- thank you, and same to you, man. You've been putting out the content. Rapid fire ain't no joke. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely try to be uh, digging on stuff that, well, not always what people don't report about. I mean, obviously, there's some big stories in there, but I always try to do some digging and find some good stories, man. I appreciate that. Dude, I was hoping I can get you on my show, like, for regular appearances to do a little, like, uh, rapid fire, you know, maybe five, ten minute segment or something. At some point, we can do some promotional stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Let me know. Anytime. Anytime. Oh, you bet. You might regret that offer, brother. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> so what are you so planning on? on guys? We, we talked a little bit about what you're planning on doing for, for coming back, man. It's um basically, I'm thinking, let's help, let's help uh, tr- pr- promote your channel and get as many people uh, to find your channel as possible. And then we'll entice them once a week with a live show here on Uncensored. You liking that idea? Bro, I'm freaking loving that idea. I think a Friday night uh, ADHD freaking just goof off fest with me and my co-hosts. Like, we could have a lot of fun with that rolling into the weekend. I I have this rule that I don't sit in front of my computer after 10 p.m. my time. So that's my only rule for Friday and Saturday nights. Great. I have a hard and fast. That's it. This is my Friday night, and I am officially done talking, answering, looking, researching, Anything to do with a computer at 10 p.m. on Friday night. So that's my only hard rule, bro. Well, buddy, that's why I signed up, first of all, and foremost, to help you relax because you work your ass off for us. So I just want you to, I was already thinking, um, whatever would be convenient, maybe directly after your show on um, Friday, maybe like a 7 o'clock time or 8 o'clock time, like to give you a little buffer, whatever would work for you, but maybe we just roll right into ADHD. You know, we could do that. I mean, there, there's so much competition on Friday nights. I almost think it would be better even to go either a Saturday or a Sunday. But even those nights, there's a lot of competition. So let's talk about it. Let's fi- let's figure out what the best time to go is. And um, either way, those that will want to find you, they'll be able to find you, man. Yeah, dude. Well, in fact, anybody listening right now, if you guys have any uh, input, why don't you let us know what would be best? Date, time, you know? Holler at us. Yeah, yeah I cool. think – I, I think, like you said, this uh, this past Friday, there was like 10 shows all at the same time uh, when you guys were on, which it's going to happen on the Foxhole, man, because there's going to be more stuff coming anyways. But, uh, you know, Saturday, obviously, Saturday night uh, was, uh, you know, Red Pill. But after that, uh, might be a, a good chance to take a look there. Uh, as Method says, he likes the competition, and I agree 100%. I actually love the competition. I love seeing 10 things up there at once. It's amazing to see all the content that people are bringing in, and you bring a different perspective, man, and I really appreciate what you're doing. Uh, this past show, you guys did really good, uh, really good job. Uh, who did you have on this past week, and what was your show about? Oh, man, I have an excellent, excellent co-host now that's just a young lady, 24-year-old um, Manchester, England, um, international politics uh, college uh, going for that. And she's just been like a godsend with helping like step in and help put it all together and bring me um, 
the, the tech side, like the, uh, you know, the hosting and the, the platform, it's all the stuff that I, you guys know that I'm not the best at, to say the least. But she's just, she's amazing. Her name's Aisha. We talked about uh, celeb, we, we were supposed to talk about celebrity glitch, kind of like weird stuff like MK Ultra, And we ended up just kind of um, BSing a lot because it was her first show ever. But I thought she was a natural and she did great. Next show we have planned out a lot more structured. So we'll see where that goes. Cool, man. Cool. Definitely dig it. Definitely appreciate it. And like I said, man, it's, it's the, the ADHD is for a reason. It's more or less just a loose conversation. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people are doing that lately and kind of having just conversations about things. And sometimes those are the best shows, man. So keep up the good work. I really appreciate that, man. That's I'm, I'm just trying to have people, uh, the, what we've lost as far as connections throughout COVID-19, I'm trying to, since we can't do it in real life, recreate that digitally you know just make use what i have available to me if we can't be in person together let's at least do it in this freaking digital realm that they've built for us yep good shit i look forward to more man and it's uh you know for those of you you know there's again i just love hearing different perspectives different minds different thoughts it's it's uh what makes this movement awesome and i appreciate you nick uh We'll uh, we'll look forward to um, we'll get you guys uh, informed on how we're gonna do this. We'll figure it out, uh, but but nonetheless, uh, more consistent stuff coming from Nick, and I'm looking forward to that ADHD show. Check them out. You can find them on the website uncensoredave.com. Just click the ADHD link there. It'll take you to their previous shows as well. Appreciate you, brother. Hey, bro. I appreciate you guys more than you could ever appreciate me. We're here to fuck the internet up. Let's go, boys. That's right, brother. That's right. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work, Nick. We'll talk to you soon, brother. You guys are my brothers for life. Thank you for putting me on, big bros. Peace out, bro. Take care of yourself, man. You too. Talk soon. Much love, brother. Nick in the house. Appreciate him very much. He is, uh, it is, it is always, um, you know, I, I just like it. I just like the different perspectives. I like having, uh, to sit down and, uh, make sure that I take time out of my day to uh to have prayer readings with Amy Joe, which is going to be coming up in about an hour, uh, a little bit less, about a half hour. I, I love having uh, Nick's, who's just got a different different mindset, different way of looking at things. I just love it all, man. And that's it, there's probably more coming on that front, on the perspective front here on the channel as well. Daddy Crab's in the house. I know he's always got good stuff to say. Daddy Crab, go ahead and unmute. Uh, make sure you mute the stream and then unmute your uh, your mic there and uh, let me know what's on your mind, my friend. Uh, Yeah, and it's like you said, too, uh, just real quick. It's like you said, you know, last week, I mean, we had we started off with country, which neither one of us knew anything about country. Um, So, you know, we wanted a different perspective there. And then we went to Mark Paquita, who is running, uh, you know, as well. And then we had, you know, Mike Nificent and um, um, Chrissy Mayer and just different points of and Chrissy. She just woke up a year ago. So. I mean, we're trying to get all kinds of different perspectives, uh, all kinds of different people, and that's what kind of brings us all together. Daddy Crab, I see you're unmuted out there. How's it going today, brother? Hey, how you guys doing? Fantastic, fantastic. What's on your mind today, man? Well, actually, I have a question or some feedback or thought uh, regarding re- regarding the vaccine and kind of where I'm going with this is the, you know, the vaccine was was pushed all of uh, 2020 and then it's released. So, you know, Trump was pushing the vaccine and now we're having all of these, these people dying or having reactions from it. 
So I kind of wonder about this, how it's, how this is going to play out in the long run. Um, because he said it was a safe vaccine. Now, unless he's talking code or, you know, talking some sort of um, language that only people like us would understand, I'm still trying to kind of sort that out and try to figure out where he's going with this. I think he, I think, I think he was uh, advised that the correct move for the vast majority of Americans is to, to claim the vaccine as a win of his administration. And once he went down that road of, of, I mean, let's be real. They did break all time records at getting a vaccine from development to, to the market. So that, that is a, a factual thing. Um, of course, there's going to be every vaccine has no shortage of people who have adverse effects to it. So, um, to, but the, but to put that on uh, the president, I, I don't know that it's fair to, 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 to put any kind of blame to him. I'll say this though. I've, I've always been uncomfortable with uh, president Trump's pushing of the vaccine and constantly trying to tell us it's safe, constantly trying to say, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Um, I, I don't understand uh why he's taking such a stance on that. I think it's part of the the generational gap. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of people that are, that are older people that are just used to just, you know, walking into a doctor's office and have them shoot whatever the hell they want to them without actually knowing what's in it. Yeah. You know, and I'm just, just kind of looking at it, you know, these, these, uh, these vaccine companies making, making this product. Is it possible that they are intentionally put put putting out bad batches to put the blame back on on President Trump. I, it's hard to believe, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they would do something on that front to uh, to try to do that. But I mean, really, the the, the their taxpayers are the one that are going to take the hit on that. So I, you know, as a corporate strategy, I would I would think that that would be. Uh, not make sense, but then again, in the world we live in, where nothing makes sense, anything is possible. So, I mean, who knows, Daddy Crab? Well, they even had a report that said there was vaccines that weren't even filled that they were given to people. So, you know, then there, that kind of goes against what you were just saying, I guess. But, I mean, just <laughs> some of the stories that have been coming out recently. I'm glad you brought this up, man, because it's just it's kind of been bothering me, and kind of like other people were saying as well. We know personal family members that have gotten this shot and are, are can't wait to get their second one. Um, and, and it's just, you know, it's infuriating. It's frustrating. Um, but I guess all in all, the only, the biggest thing that I got out of what Trump said was it's, it's never going to be a forced vaccine. It's always going to be mandatory. I kind of had a better feeling that he wanted to bring in like the national guard to help uh, administer it because I felt like it would be more safe, I guess, if you want to say that that the national guard was giving it to you rather than, you know, some of these hospitals that you don't know what's going to happen when you go into them and how, and if you're going to leave. So um, there's just so much information, but it's, it's a great point. It's a great uh, discussion to be had for sure. Well, you know, just the, just the, the unleashing of this uh, coronavirus throughout 2020 and you know, many of us had different thoughts about it, you know, you know, kind of like, 
was it intentional? Was it because of the election? Was it because of this? You know, all kinds of things you could say about it. But, uh, but just so you know, there is frontline doctors that are that that will do telehealth. They will prescribe HCQ as a prophylactic, and if you do become ill, it it will work. You know, if you have it as well. So. Dr. Simone Gold and Stella, I can't remember her last name, but yeah, Dr. Stella, she's awesome. I, I'm trying actually been working hard to try to get her on. I'm still going to keep working on that. Yeah. So that's about it, guys. I just wanted to just put that out there and just see what you guys thought about it. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it very much. I appreciate your calls as always. I look forward to the next time you call Daddy Crab. Have a great evening, sir. You too, sir. Take care. Thank you. Much love, Daddy Crab. Good. Take care, buddy. Much love. Bye bye. Much love. All right, let me get the next one lined up here for you guys and make sure I try to protect as much private information as possible. That's why you keep seeing me do that, and that's why you see me wanting to throw my mouse against the wall again because clicking every button twice to try to make it work drives me freaking nuts. 217, can I get a name for you, please? Hey, you got Cage Farmer with you. Cage hey. Farmer in the house. What's up, bro? What's, what's up, Cage Farmer? How you doing, brother? Not too bad. Been a hot minute since I talked to both y'all, but I just wanted to pop in and say hey for a second. And, uh, you know, we, we were just talking about the vaccine. And uh, my parents just got their, their second shot the other day, and uh, they appear to be doing okay so far, but they both experienced a whole lot of pain in their arms afterwards. And, you know, it, it, it's I'm okay with it as long as they're, they, they feel better and whatnot, but I, I, I'm not getting it. Damn that. Yeah, that, well, that's like you said, my dad, my dad got it. Um, you know, that was the first one uh, that I saw, as I said earlier, as I logged into Facebook. Uh, and as you guys know, my dad's had um, quite a bit of medical issues recently. Um, so I was not thrilled to hear that he had gotten it. But um, apparently, you know, he's fine. Like you said, your parents are fine. Um, you know, I'm praying that the little stories that we're hearing here and there um, of, of people dying like uh, marvelous Marvin Haggard uh, is, is just slim and few and far between because um, you know, as you said, there's a lot of people out there that, that are in the older generations that believe that's their only way to stay safe because of the fear that's been instilled in them. Um, that's truly the only way they believe they're going to be able to continue on as a normal life. And that is a scary thought. It is a scary thought. It's a very scary thought, you know, and I just, you know, I, I, I hope to God everyone that gets it stays safe and they're, they're all okay. Um, I'm, I'm not down with it. I'm going to stay away from it for now. Um, and probably indefinitely because that's just me, but, you know, and, and I don't want to say I'm an anti-vaxxer. I mean, I, I, I went one year without getting the flu shot and I thought I was going to die. So I don't know if that's a thing, but I believe in, in the, the old, uh, adage of if, if it ain't broke don't fix it but this thing this shot this mrna thing this scares the shit out of me and i'm just not down with it yeah I agree. i'm with you i've never gotten the flu shot and i've never gotten the flu so i mean it's you know it's i think each one of our immune system it depends on us and it's you know it depends on on uh how you grew up as a kid too were you were you the one that was eating dirt and worms or were you the one that was, uh, you know, having mommy spoon feed you your dinner and wouldn't let you go outside and play? It, it, a lot of us have different uh, immune systems. It's 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 individual for each person, and I, and that's why it has to be 
an individual choice, right? Whether or not you think it's uh, right for you or not. I, I preferred grasshoppers and crickets over worms. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more protein uh, there. A lot more protein. There you go. Chocolate covered grasshoppers, man. Look it up. It's good. Delicatessen <laughs> <laughs> down in uh, in uh, Southeast Asia. No, yeah. I tell you what. But no, you you guys were on fire earlier today. You know, I, I had to log off from it because I took a work call. But when I first started, all I heard was was Al going crazy on PDA, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I agree with that. No PDA. PDA is just you know, it's it's. I don't care who you are, what you're doing, who you're doing. What, what, whatever you're going to do, just do it somewhere else and don't make me privy to it because I, I don't need to see that. I don't need, you know, whoever I'm with to see it. And uh, you guys were on fire earlier today. So homophobic. Like, why are you such a homophobe? <laughs> hey, those are your words, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm with it. Like, right? Like, it's like, you know, where where are we at as a society right now? Where are we at as a country right now? It's like, it almost feels like Sodom and Gomorrah out there. It's like, you know, we are having all of this stuff just forced down our throat. The, the, the 1% of people that want to do those type of things are being forced down our throat. And I'm, I'm going to go as far as to say, you know what, even, even you know, if I was to see, you know, a, a, a heterosexual couple, you know, same gender, same, same, or same race, Sorry, not same gender. Obviously, that's a little weird, but same race. I don't want to see it. Do what you do, but do it somewhere else. Don't don't bring me into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's. I just don't get it. It, it. You can't have an opinion on on not wanting to see two men make out in public and have my see my kids see it without being called uh, a, a a giant homophobe who's just full of hate. You're just full of hate for having an opinion that you don't want your kids to see two fucking pole smokers make out in the park. Keep it in your fucking bedroom. That's all I'm asking for. Seems fair that's, enough to me. That's all we can ask. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's out of control. We we are living in Sodom and Gomorrah. I thought Las Vegas was bad, but you know what? I actually love Las Vegas. It's actually not as bad as you think it was. But, but we, we are in a point where we are living in Sodom and Gomorrah times. And, you know, let, let's bring it back more local for a second. We were talking about Illinois earlier, and Illinois is out of control. We, we have officially lost the state. This state is uh, it's dying. It is officially the state of Chicago, and we are owned by Chicago. And I, I'm not even going to say it's Rahm Emanuel's fault, even though he was a giant gaping douchebag. It's not Rahm Emanuel's fault. This started way before him. But we, we are fucked in Illinois. And I, and, and yes, you are. And I, I, I know, I know. I know I don't need to apologize for swearing on proper this show, fuck. but I'm going to apologize. You are not just anyone. fucked. You are proper fucked. And if you want to become a <laughs> slave to a state, move to Illinois. That's why I get the hell out of there. Th- AK's former. Appreciate you, bro. One last call before I uh, let everyone go. Appreciate it, man. All right. Have a good day, guys. Take care. Hey, appreciate it, KH. You take care, brother. Keep an eye on your parents for us, all right? Going to do so. You guys have a good one. You too, brother. Appreciate you, bro. All right, Cage Farmer in the house. Appreciate him very much. Uh, actually, two callers left that I'm going to try to fit both in with the quickness here. Uh, seven. That's yeah, uh, seven seven two. Uh, seven seven two. If I could get uh, you to unmute and give me your name, please. Uh, pound six or star six to unmute. I think it is seven seven two. Hey, just real quick. Uh, let me just throw this up on the screen while we get these other two callers in there. Can everybody see that? 
<laughs> everybody, I just wonder. Oh, wait. No, they can't see that. I'll leave it that way so they can't. Oh, dang it. Here, throw it back up again. Hey, Joe. Hey. Hey, 772. What's, uh, what, can I get a name for you, please? It's the Vero. What's up, What's up, brother? What's up? What's up? Long time no talk. Yeah, I got two minutes for you, bro. Uh, Make it quick, please. Here it goes. Okay, here it goes. Are we saying Marvelous Hagler died from that shot? Is that what you're saying? That's what they're saying. Do you know that that man fought like 67 times and was only knocked down once? Now, is that don't tell you not to take the damn shot? I mean, come on. Uh, And uh, Abe, I agree with you like 95% of the time. But our president did not tell us to get that shot. He was telling us to get HCQ, uh, whatever, hydroxychloroquine. He was pushing that. He was never pushing the, the vaccine. He was like, oh, if you guys want to get this, the vaccine, it'll be available. But HCQ was the, the thing. That was what he was looking yeah, for. Yeah, I just mean there was, there was no shortage of him talking about the vaccine as a, as a major win. I just mean it in that, <laughs> in that context. Yeah, but he was he, his back was up against the wall. He was he was always for HCQ, and you know when I was down in Florida, I just did it just to go and see if they were going to allow it to happen. And my my doctor uh, prescribed. He said it wasn't him that was the problem. It was the pharmacy. I said okay. I went to Walgreens and they didn't give me no problem. So they prescribed it to me right before I got out of Florida and it was no issue. But 67 bouts, look it up, I believe it was 67. He was only knocked down once. And you get this shot and you get taken out. People, do not take this damn shot. Do not take it. It's not going to help you. It's not going to. It's not even going to help you from the virus. And I know you you said I got two minutes, man. But there's so much stuff. Oh, my God. I've I've been sent. I've been censored so much on Facebook, I can't even tell you. You guys know Richard the Citizen? No, I you know don't. You know that actually. guy? Yeah, I know who oh he my is. God. Yeah, he had something over the weekend that was like, I couldn't even, it, it, it was a video of how they're not at the White House in the Rose Garden, and I couldn't, I couldn't share it from my text messaging. It was blocked. Okay, I don't know how I got it. One of my friends sent it to me, and then when I tried to share it, 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 it they're like, in your stuff. I've seen, I've seen no shortage of that stuff going around Viking and, and it, all of them look like garbage fucking crap to me. That's I'll be maybe completely so, honest. Maybe so, maybe so, but they're going into my text messaging and blocking it. Yeah, That's right. crazy in itself. Anyway, oh, yeah. I know two minutes are up. Listen, I love you guys. Uh, I'll try calling next time earlier. All right. You sounds good, bro. Care. Have a great Appreciate night. It, all right. Take care. Take bye, care, bye. Much love. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I love you. I always love to hear from Barrel Viking, man. He's awesome. Uh, my kind of guy that I would love to have a beer with. That's that, Whenever I picture my audience, you all uh, look and sound like Barrel Viking to me. So, <laughs> Right? There's just so much more I got to talk about. He's like not done. <laughs> well, I just mean especially the part where you said I'd agree with you 95% of the time, especially that part. <laughs> no. That part, yeah. Can we get that on playback and loop it? <laughs> Jake Tapper can't have that claim. 
All right. Uh, appreciate you guys very much. I hope you enjoyed the show here today. I uh, was really looking forward to, to talking to Mike, so we'll get him back. We'll get him rebooked uh, for another Chris, time Chris. and make sure that the time zones are good to go. It's just it's tough, man. I understand it. It gets busy. Sometimes last-minute things come up, so we'll look forward to having him next time. Tomorrow, we got PC Maroda in the house, who I'm really looking forward to hanging out with her again. Um, and I think she was kind of like worried that I don't know really what's going on in the world. I just want to, I just want to bring up a simple topic like the election and have her tell us about like what her, what her experience has been with friends and family that they've talked about. What did she see about, uh, this election? What she's seeing happen out right there, uh, from her perspective, uh, get as, get as many perspectives on this front as possible and see what things are happening out there. So I appreciate you guys very much. It's been a lot of fun. Jolie, any last thoughts before we let everyone go here today? No, man, it's been a fun show. I mean, it flew by two hours once again. Just unbelievable. Everybody out there in Foxhole, thank you guys. All the comments are hilarious. One of these days, we could just have a show just on comments. Everybody out there in DLive as well. Uh, maybe you want to drop that treasure chest. We've had quite a few donations out there in DLive. Want to thank all you guys for the donations out there. It's just been, uh, you know, one of those Mondays, but hopefully you guys had a little bit of fun and hopefully you carry it on to the rest of the night. Have a great night, everyone. Much love. Yep, appreciate you guys very much. 20 seconds for those rewards in uh, in D-Live, so stand by for that. You'll be able to get some, uh, some extra lemons that you can hand out. Make sure you go give some out to Frank, who's up next, coming up next here on the Foxhole.app and D-Live as well. Uh, later on tonight, uh, Good Dogs Live right now as well. Uh, later on tonight, uh, let's see, John Paul Rice will be live tonight. Uh, yeah. True Reporting, Patriot Transition Voice, Joey Mormon, a great selection. Check out the Foxhole.app when you guys get time with that. I want to say much love and God bless you all. Stand by for another great show tomorrow and the rest of the week. Thank you. Please spread the word about what we're, what we're trying to accomplish here. The podcast will be up in about an hour. Coming up next, Amy Joe, find your strength in Jesus. A quick prayer session for those of us who need it. God bless you all. Much love. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.